Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. Together with the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT, we have an email here from Rachel. Okay, hey guys. I heard a Bruce Lee quote the other day. Quote, if you always put limits on everything you do, physical or anything else, it will spread into your work and into your life. There are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. Rachel continues, yes, there is a hard limit on the LSAT, but I'm nowhere close to 180. I know what score I need to get into the school as I want, so I must go beyond my plateau. I plan to win this game. Thanks for encouraging me to relentlessly push myself forward. Best, Rachel. Um, P.S. In case you book junkies want to dive in, I heard the quote in Moonwalking with Einstein by Joshua Foyer. Foyer? I would just say four, probably. Four. Okay. F-O-E-R. I don't know. Four. Moonwalking with Einstein. Okay. I'm going to go on Libby right now, and I'm going to see if I can request that delivered automatically to my Kindle for free from the public library. If you have a Kindle uh, or the Kindle app, uh, you owe it to yourself to get the Libby app as well, because it is amazing to get free books. Uh, have you oh, read I've this? heard of this book? I, Moonwalking I, was, with Einstein? No, but it was mentioned in an audiobook I was just listening to about two weeks ago. I knew the title sounded familiar, but it has to do with, um, I think, memorizing things. And I think this person became very good at it, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Okay, so it was just like a you can do anything sort of a thing. So <clears throat> can I memorize a thousand digits of pi or some shit like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like pushing yourself. This person okay. figured it out and like won something, I think, um, with memorizing. Yep. There are no plateaus. You must not stay there. Sorry, there are only plateaus and you must not stay there, though. You must go beyond them, according to Bruce Lee. What do you think about that? Um, I do think about this. I, I was... Uh... I was listening to something else where someone was talking about how, you know, as you get older, you, whatever it is that you're pursuing, you should be progressing in that field or that career or whatever it is. Right. And if you're not, what's going on? And, um, I think about like our work with the LSAT, like it's so much different than where we were 10 years ago, right? The, the product that we're offering, everything we know about it is just increasing and and getting better and growing. And anyways, the point here is that (laughs) I think some people in their life or in their career, they get on a plateau and they just stay there. And it's like, hey, that's not fulfilling. Like move the ball forward in some way. Does that, is that true on the LSAT? I think so. I think you can get to a point and you may decide that the plateau is long enough <laughs> that you just want to stick with the score you got. But our advice is always the same. What are the questions you're getting wrong? Can you figure them out and learn from them? If you can, you will eventually break through that plateau. Yeah. I'm on a, it, it makes me think about golf. It, it's the beginning of golf season here um, in the mountains. And I've been playing a lot and uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I've played golf since I was in high school and I, I definitely, I am not better than I was in high school. Um, I, if anything, I'm 
I keep thinking this will be the year that I get better. Mm. But the the truth is, I'm not willing to work at it. Mm. So <laughs> I am on a golf plateau and I might, you know, if I look at the remaining um, 40 years of my life or whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to get better when I'm 80. I'm definitely going to get worse. The question is, do I keep playing golf? And maybe I need to sort of think about it in a in a kind of a different way. Right. Like I know what it would take to get better, which is play all the time for one thing. And I am going to do that this season. But play well, too. I'm, right? You don't want to reinforce bad habits. No. I Right. Well, OK, so good point. I'm planning to play a lot and I'm planning to give it well, I'm planning to like be sober um, and I'm planning to give it my full attention, mm-hmm. you know, like try hard. Mm-hmm. And um, try to focus on hitting one good shot at a time. I, I know like kind of how to play well for me. You know, I'm never going to be on the PGA tour. I, I couldn't even play in college, but I'm, I'm okay. And um, I, I enjoy it. Golf is weird because it's handicapped, right? You, you like are always getting shots and giving shots. Mm-hmm. So it's all just relative. And it, it's like, you can always just have a fun competition even with somebody mm. who's way worse than you because you just mm. give them a bunch of shots. Yeah. And it all just kind of evens out over time and you end mm. up just so trading. There's a less of an incentive to to up your game. Well, there is, yeah, because like so I'm so far I'm over 3 versus Wade this mm. season. Yeah. Uh my best buddy who lives right here in the neighborhood, we um we play golf together all the time and I've lost 3 matches in a row and so, you know, $5 NASA, I'll, I'll lose five bucks or I'll lose 10 bucks. And I keep losing that money to him, <laughs> but then our handicaps will adjust. And instead of me giving him a shot, he'll have to give me a shot and then I'll play a little bit better and he'll play a little bit worse. And then we'll trade that $5 back and forth and back and forth you know, yeah. for the whole season. And that's just kind of how it works. But every one round, I still do want to play well, but the thing that I don't want to do, you know, it's like, Hey, I miss a lot of four footers. I, I just miss short putts. I, mm-hmm. or I, I do other dorky shit too. I am not that good at golf and I could fix it. If I went down to the putting green and sat there and hit a hundred four footers in a row, mm-hmm. I could fix it. Am I going to do that? No, <laughs> because I just don't care. I just, I, I like golf, but I don't like practicing. I don't like you have to decide which plateaus are worth um, overcoming. Right. I have to decide which game I want to play. And I need to think about it kind of differently, right? Like, I enjoy playing well, but I don't enjoy practicing, which is like to objectively improve at golf relative to the world, I would have to practice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's sort of like I need to choose a different game, which is have more fun playing golf. You know, how can I have more fun playing? What can I add to the game to make it more fun, even just, if I don't improve my strokes or yeah. just change my mental perspective to where I don't, you know, because like if I keep expecting to go out there and shoot par. Uh, it's, I might once this whole season, you know, like I know I'll have one great round at some point. But what I need to do is like enjoy more the the walk and the exercise and the little competition and the friendly bullshit out there. And I just, I need to have fun with it and work on that part. Cause like, I'm not going to break out of the plateau really with my scores. I don't know. 
Yeah, so Bruce Lee is saying here there are only plateaus and you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. And you're saying, well, I am going to stay on some plateaus because to go beyond them is not worth the end result. Well, right? you're not going to But for forever. other plateaus, I'm going to go beyond <laughs> them because it's worth it to me to go beyond them, right? Yeah. You have to decide what plateaus do you want to surmount and which ones are you going to say, I'm perfectly fine staying here because you can't surmount all plateaus. That is for sure. You can't right. win all games. You're not living forever. You're not going to like stay in perfect health for your entire life. You're not going to keep, you know, like your running times or your weightlifting or whatever it is. Like mm -hmm. you're up against a hard limit at some point. <laughs> you will start to physically decline yeah. and you will start to mentally decline. And um, anyway, I'm not sure what all this has to do with the LSAT. If I think you, what it has to do is if you're at a plateau and it's important to you to go higher and it should be important to you if you want to go to law school and you don't want to pay. And I think those things are things that should be valuable to you if you're pursuing this path, because there's so much money on the line. You have to, the presumption is uh, do the best you possibly can and go for free or don't go. Um, that's the presumption. So you can rebut it, but it, that's on you. And so this is a plateau you should try to overcome or get out and go play a different game, which is exactly what you're saying. You're like, you know, I'm going to stay on this plateau in golf and I'm not going to advance, at least in this regard. And that's fine because you've decided not to um, compete in on that level. You're competing on a different level, going and having fun. Yeah, like just sort of choose a different game to play. Yep. Rachel seems to have chosen the law school game to play. And if she wants that scholarship, then that means she's going to have to play the LSAT game. And yeah, so figure out. She says she knows what score she needs to get into the schools she wants. And then she needs to do what it takes. It would be the equivalent of me deciding, no, I want to be a four handicapper instead of an eight handicapper. Yep. I can't miss fucking three foot putts. I'm going to go to the golf course today and I'm going to go hit a hundred three footers and I'm yep. going to do that again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And next thing you know, I'd be a four handicap. I mean, I know I would. Yeah. But, um, I would have to do that work cause I, I know what I, if I, if I decided that's what I wanted, then that's what I would have to do. So yep. Rachel knows what she wants. She knows what she has to do. She basically has to do one question at a time. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Hope that was useful. Yeah. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.